Hello, and welcome to this episode of the ADD Entrepreneur Show. This is your host, Aaron Freeman. Uh, while it was a beautiful night tonight, right now, I am inside our little apartment. Um, this is going to be a pretty interesting episode because I'm just going to get down and vulnerable with you guys. Um, right now, in this very moment, at the time of recording, I'm feeling pretty unmotivated. I'm feeling pretty down. I'm feeling pretty uh, unsuccessful. I'm feeling a lack of drive and I'm feeling a heavy desire to quit. Now, I'm not going to quit. I'm going to push through this. This is the second time I felt this today. Um, but I just felt like I wanted to, to share kind of my experiences with this so far. Uh, I kind of wrote down recently, this is something that I would suggest uh, to everyone, but recently, like just a few minutes ago, I, I was just sitting there kind of moping a little bit, feeling sorry for myself. Uh, mostly... I was allowing myself to feel down and unmotivated. I wanted myself to feel it and not ignore it so that I could analyze why I was feeling that way and so that I could mend it. Because typically, when you feel down and unmotivated and you feel like you want to quit and you feel overwhelmed, those are symptoms, not illnesses. And so I wanted to find the symptom of of my or I wanted to find the the real cause of those of those feelings and to solve it. And something that was interesting is that I it was kind of easy to find a root cause of of what was going on. Well, maybe I didn't find a root cause per se, but I did I did I it I was able to go deeper by something that I kind of decided to do as I was sitting there and investigating in my head why I was feeling the way I was. And what I did is I opened my notebook and well, it was already opened, but, and I started to just write down everything that was going on in my head and I'll, I'll read it out to you right now. Um, I might cut a little bit out, but what it said was, I'm feeling pretty down and unmotivated. I feel like my ideas won't work and that I have nothing of value to add. I'm feeling overwhelmed by all the management aspects of business and the grim reality that hiring my unreliable siblings was probably a bad idea. I feel like I want to quit and turn away, but I know I can't. I truly want to be an entrepreneur, not a funnel builder, but a funnel hacker. And that's kind of where I got with it. Um, and something interesting what that happened was that as I wrote those things down, I stopped feeling down. I stopped feeling unmotivated. I, instead of, it was kind of interesting because as if you think about motivation, right, even though realistically motivation doesn't necessarily exist, but that drive that you feel, right, when you feel that lack of there there's there's kind of three levels of drive you either have negative drive no drive or positive drive and negative drive is like 
a weight on your shoulders, stop like stopping you from doing something. It's it's like, for example, in physics with a force, right? When something applies a force to an object, that object moves in that direction. So if I say push start pushing a book towards the end of my desk, it's going to go in that direction. But if I push it the other way, it's going to go in the other direction, right? And if I don't push it at all, it's not going to move in one, it whatsoever. And see, as entrepreneurs, it's already an uphill battle. We have to deal with gravity in order to keep moving up. And with gravity, it must be met with an upward force. And if it's not met with an upward force, we'll start sliding down and we'll start pulling on us. And that's that negative drive is when we start, is when we stop moving and we stop acting. We stop, let's see, what's the word I'm looking for? We stop applying a positive force, which would be action and momentum, going upward. And when we do those things and we apply that positive force and we apply that momentum, then the gravity of entrepreneurship, that weight on our shoulders, can't pull us down because we're applying enough force to counteract the force. Now, there's also this point in time where there's no force, right? Where you're doing just enough to not go anywhere. So you're not going down, but you're also not going up. But if you don't really do anything at all, you'll just constantly start sliding backwards. Which is why so many entrepreneurs can be considered neurotic or hyperactive or things like that is because you have to constantly be moving. It's like a shark. You stop moving, you die even though we won't actually die, but it's that concept of, of if you stop doing things, if you stop acting, or if you stop taking action, not acting necessarily, but who knows? Maybe you're an entrepreneur that, you know, is an actor. And so if you stop acting, you really do die. You never know. But um, to, to kind of recenter where we were back in that, in that, image, you know, think of thinking of a mountain and thinking of the force of gravity on your uphill slope pulling you down, but every action you take is in opposition to that force moving you up the mountain. Now, that's why action is so important. That's why you hear entrepreneurs just talk about action, 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 is because taking massive action is critical to being able to continue to progress. As you fail to take action, as you fail to do things, whether it's through deliberately not doing them or through whether it's through just not doing it through omission, then you start to slide backwards. And that's where that that lack of drive, that's where that negative drive comes from. That's where feeling down and unmotivated and like you want to quit is especially as that entrepreneurial personality, you're driven by that motivation. You're driven by that constant need to be at least like moving somewhere, whether you're going up the mountain or not. Maybe you're on a trail. You have to at least be moving 
because otherwise you feel like you're sliding backwards and you feel awful, right? And this whole the whole act of writing it down was taking an action, was doing something to solve the problem. It wasn't just moping around and being miserable, even though I let myself do that, but I let myself do that for a little bit. I think we are deceiving ourselves or at the very least we are we are cheating ourselves out of personal growth if we don't take time to be sad because if we take time to be sad if we take time to be angry if we take time to to be down and to have that negative drive if we never experience that we won't know the things that cause that and be able to prevent it in the future that's personal growth. Personal growth, I will kind of reiterate what I just said, is the capacity, the ability to prevent future pain by building systems or building strategies to prevent that pain due to experience in the current or in the present or the past of what caused that pain, if that makes sense. And it probably doesn't. I'll try to explain it better at a, at a later date. But in all reality, we need to be able to experience pain. I mean, in this life, yes, we, our purpose in life is to experience joy. But one of the big, big laws of this universe is the law of opposition, for each and every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. If you push on a wall, it's not just, your hand's not just, just going to go through. The wall pushes back on your hand, back to that force analogy, right? And so, when you experience joy, you must also experience pain, or at least have the possibility of experiencing pain. It's like in a relationship, in a marriage, being married, you can experience some of the greatest joys you could ever experience through raising children, through marital relationships, because you get to know each other on such a profound and intimate level that your depth of relationship can produce so much joy, but at the same time, it can produce so much pain. Children can be the sources of your greatest joys, but also your greatest pains. And because of that, it allows us to be able to grow. If you don't touch the stove, you'll never know that the stove is hot. Or at least that it, you'll never truly know that it's hot. You'll just be told that it's hot. That's why a lot of times schooling or these online courses, while they are very, very helpful, many times it takes knowing why something is the way it is, you know, knowing that something's hot, and then you'll never do it again because you'll truly know that it's hot, and you'll know why they tell you not to touch it, and you'll know why that it hurts. And maybe this doesn't really make sense, but I that's kind of just what's been going through my head recently as I'm talking about this. But this whole concept of, of writing it down when you feel that way what it does is, as I wrote it down, 
I, I started with, I'm feeling pretty down and unmotivated. Okay, that's a very surface-level problem, right? That's what I could see on the surface. But as I wrote that down, I kind of took that bit out of my brain. Okay, why am I feeling down and unmotivated? Like, what specifically am I feeling unmotiv- unmotivated about? I feel like my ideas won't work and I have nothing of value to add. Okay, that added or took away another bit of that out of my head, and then I could see even deeper. I'm feeling overwhelmed by all the management aspects of business. Okay, that's something that can that we that we can work with. And then I got even deeper by all uh, and the grim reality that hiring my siblings that I perceive as unreliable was probably a bad idea. All right, that honestly probably was the center of everything to begin with that's you got to get deep in order to find the problem itself to tear it out by the roots rather than just cutting the weed off by the stem because it'll just grow right back and then i put kind of that deepest i feel like i want to quit and turn away from what i'm doing obviously i'm not going to quit i'm going to keep doing this and after I wrote this down, I, oh, and then I realized, you know, but I know I can't, I truly want to be an entrepreneur. And then I realized I'm not, you know, I don't want to be a funnel builder. I want to be a funnel hacker. Be- and, and to provide context for that, um, I utilize a software known as ClickFunnels. And that is a company that is based out here in Boise. And the CEO of that company is Russell Brunson. And he is someone that I look up to very, very much. He is someone that I've been studying from significantly. And he and his his teachings have, and the opportunities that he has given me, it's just, he's completely changed my life for the better. And I'm part of his, of his community. And we call ourselves Funnel Hackers because... We're not even necessarily the ones that build the funnels. We're not necessarily the pioneers, but we copy something, not copy. We model already proven business strategies and business and products and offers. We don't necessarily try to do things that are new because the people that are the pioneers, that are the people that are doing the the things that are new, they have lots of arrows in their back as he teaches. And so we like to call ourselves funnel hackers um, because we model those things. You know, I don't want to be the, the pioneer. I don't want to be the person with the arrows in my back. I want to do something successful. I want to model what people are already doing and improve off of that. And this whole activity that I did of writing it down, after I did that, I, I felt the weight lift because I was doing something I was, to uncover the problem and tear it out. And in all reality, like my sibling, it's not that they're unreliable. It's that I haven't provided that vision for them that that I see. They don't see what I see. And that's that's been something that I've had to deal with for a long time. For years and years and years, I thought that everyone in the world thought like I do. And as as prideful and arrogant as it sounds, like I legitimately could not comprehend how someone could think differently, how someone could have a different opinion. And whether or not my opinions be opinion, right, were based off of facts and evidence, it, like, I, I thought that, like, 
tr- you know, truth is truth, right? You know, there is one truth. You know, it's either a rock or it's or it's not. Oh, maybe I should rephrase that something better. A rock is a rock. It's not wood. It's not a house. I mean, unless you turn it into a house, I guess. But regardless, it's rock. The very materials are made of rock, right? It is a rock. It is truth. And I would get frustrated with people when they had opinions rather than truth and they didn't think the same way that I did. And so that's something that I've had to really, really change and work on. And I've gotten a lot better at it, but I guess when I asked my my sibling, a couple of my siblings and, and one of our friends if they wanted to help me out with one of the business ventures that I'm working on that's going to honestly be ready to launch here fairly soon within the next month or so so stay tuned for that but i thought you know it was an amazing idea at the time i was just like hey you want to sign up and do this and i'll you know when we make money i'll 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 pay you you know like employees you know whatnot and we'll be partners and it's gonna be great but i didn't transfer the vision that i had to them i didn't transfer you know what i how i saw this working how i saw what we needed to do and I thought they would automatically know what we needed to do. And be it to my surprise when my ADD siblings and our ADD, but you know, he's, he, he works really hard and he's, he is fairly reliable, but still, you know, especially my ADD siblings when they've not done anything. And so I built a Trello board, but Recently, I realized, like, no, I need to do more than just, like, a to-do list. I need to not abdicate my responsibility, but delegate it, as Michael Gerber uh, explains in the E-Myth. And when I realized that, it was like, okay, now I know what I need to do. I need to go over to their house tomorrow, and I need to kind of have, like, a little meeting and be like, okay, here's what we need to get done. Here's how we're going to be able to do this. Because, you know, they're honestly as vested in the success as I am, because you know, say it it goes really, really well, they could get money as well. I mean, they're just in high school. So even a few thousand dollars is like, like a bajillion dollars to them. You know, one of them even flat out said to me, he's like, I don't even care how much I get paid. I just want to build a new computer. You know, the other one, you know, he really wants to take off and as an entrepreneur as well. And I want to help him with that. And so I decided to give him some experience with this to have something under his belt and the other one, he's going to college, and college costs an arm and a leg, and I want to help him with that. And maybe even, like, get him to where he can pay his whole way through school and not have to work and be able to focus on, well, work in quotations, like not have to have, like, a, a super strict 9-to-5 job, but so that he can focus on his schooling, which I think is something that's really important. If you're going to go to school, go to school. Like... I refused to work during school, a typical job. I didn't really work much at all, but that's because I wanted to focus on my schooling. I wanted to focus on the things that would get me to be where I needed to be and where I saw being. I wanted to take action on things that really mattered. And so I lived at my mom's house and I ate her food and I took some student debt. And, and I, one of my friends, and maybe this could be a topic for another episode, 
but one of my friends, he, he was very, very, very proud of the fact that he took zero cents of student debt. And I think that's great. I think it was uh, totally awesome. But the problem is, is he had to work two part-time jobs on top of an extraordinarily demanding degree. And it was honestly like killing him practically. Like he was stressed all the time. He hardly had time for friends or social connections. And the time that he did have, he wanted to spend networking basically, or he wanted to spend by himself or he needed to practice. He needed to do homework. Like he had zero time. Like part of the time he, you know, didn't even have time to take care of himself, let alone be with others. And it was rough watching him do that. But I want to help people know that they don't, that they really need to, if they're going to do that, they need to focus. They need to really just sit down and focus on what they're doing. And that's what I want to help people do, really, is to be able to focus. Because it's something that in my life, I mean, I'm called the ADD Entrepreneur Show, right? This is the podcast, the ADD Entrepreneur Show. And I've never been able to focus, like in my whole life, except for on a few things. And that's, Building computers, building businesses, more thinking about building businesses at this point, but, you know, doing business, marketing and sales, that kind of whole shebang. And I mean, that's about it. I mean, video games too, but I've not really been able to focus on much else in my life. And the things that I could focus on, I wanted to give the full attention to. When I was in school for a music education major, I wanted to give my full attention to that. I started reading books. I started practicing. I started taking lessons. Um, I mean, I took lessons to my instrument, but I started taking lessons in conducting because I wanted to be the very singularly best that I could. I possibly could. In my freshman year in college, I was in nine different ensembles. And I did a senior or a freshman recital. Like that was basically unheard of. But I did it because I wanted to be the very best that I could. And that's the kind of focus that we need our teachers to have. That's the kind of focus we need our doctors, our lawyers, our engineers to have. And I want to help people do that. And it is my goal to help to help people be able to focus on what they're doing to become the best that they are, that they could possibly be to realize their full potential. And this all starts with having a wealth of time, you know, time management, being able to have systems in place so that you don't have to spend so much time doing other things. The concept of the who, not the how, and it all trickles down into business as well. I mean, it stems from business. But these are things that we have to do. We have to take action every single day in order to improve our lives and to become the best that we can be. I feel like I've ranted long enough for today. Um, feel free to, to listen in tomorrow and hear, hear some more ranting. I'm sure I'll have plenty to rant about tomorrow. But I invite each of you that's potentially listening, whether there's anyone listening or not at this point, to to take that kind of concept of that activity of when you're starting to feel down and unmotivated to write down exactly what's going through your head, exactly what you're feeling, to get it out of your brain and onto the paper so that you can look at it and be like, well, that's kind of dumb. Like, like I mean, and it kind of really shows 
what your beliefs are, right? You know, I had this belief for a bit that my siblings are unreliable, and no, they're only unreliable because of my experience with them, because that's my perspective, but they're not unreliable. It's just I haven't put them in a position where they could truly be reliable. I haven't given them the tools that they need to be reliable. They are, I just have to help them be that. Likewise, you can find your true beliefs. Thank you for listening to this episode of the ADD Entrepreneur Show. If you haven't followed yet, please follow for more ranting and business concepts and focus concepts. Because after all, I am the ADD Entrepreneur. Thank you for listening.